you've ever thought about moving to another country like Mexico or Puerto Rico or Colombia for the lower cost of living, for the beautiful weather, for the beaches, I mean, not to mention just basically living in paradise, you absolutely want to listen to this episode because we're going to be talking about a concept that Tim Ferriss popularized called geo arbitrage. It's the idea of living in a place where expenses are low, but making your wages in a place where the wages are high. So for example, in 2010, I moved to Mexico where the expenses are low, but yet I earned United States dollars. This is geo arbitrage. And if you've never heard of it before, then this could possibly be a life-changing episode for you. It certainly was a life-changing concept for me. Let's dive in. I'm John Morrow, and this is Break Through the Noise. A podcast about rising above all the noise out there, all the endless ads and content and notification and get people to pay attention to you. Not just for a moment, not just for one poster video. On this podcast, you'll learn how to create lifelong fans who hang on your every word so you never have to break through the noise again. Chances are you've heard stories about someone moving to another country, a beautiful place like Mexico or Puerto Rico or Colombia, and you've thought... Wow, you know, that sounds really cool. But what you might not have realized is that in today's world, moving to a place like this can sometimes be a really smart move for your career and your business. Most people don't make the connection there. So one of the things I wanted to start off with in this episode is just talking a little bit about expenses. When you are getting started with any sort of new career or business, expenses are your enemy, the reason you fail. If you have no expenses, your business can't fail. Your career can't fail. Now, obviously, that's not realistic. We all have expenses. We have to eat. We have bills to pay, all of those things. But the more you can eliminate expenses, the more you can give yourself flexibility about what you do in your life, And the more you can lower your anxiety and your distraction levels, okay? So expenses are one of those background noise type of things that actually play a big deal if you're ever trying to get started in marketing, any new type of company, if you want to become a freelancer, any of those types of situations, or if you're starting a blog or something along those lines, then you might be really focused on your income when it actually turns out your expenses are the first place to look. So where I ran into this personally was in 2010, I was on Medicaid because I couldn't get insurance. This was before Obamacare passed and it was impossible for me to get insurance at any price and I needed it to survive. Like, over 100000 a year in medical expenses, and I would have literally died without medical insurance. That's 
not an exaggeration. And so the only medical insurance I could qualify for was Medicaid, which is government-supported insurance, health insurance, in the United States. And the downside of that, though, is they limit your income. So in my state at the time, I was limited to about $800 a month. A month, not a week, a month of income. And that meant I couldn't get a job. At one point, I mean, because I like to think I'm a smart guy, I'm good at networking and making friends, I had over a dozen job offers that I couldn't accept, literally because I would lose my health insurance and it would kill me. Okay, so this is the trap or the cage that I was in, so to speak. And the only way I could figure to get out of it was to build up my network and to move to Mexico. Now, the way I came up with this idea, I mean, I started thinking about it after I read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, where he talks about geo-arbitrage. If you haven't read the original 4-Hour Workweek, amazing book, so many life-changing concepts. I really owe a lot to Tim. I was thinking about this when a good friend of mine retired to Mazatlan, Mexico, which is over on the west coast of Mexico. It's not a large town. It's not a huge tourist place. But my friend retired there, and he got involved with raising money for a hospice organization down there. And he started telling me about the price of healthcare. And what I learned was, here in the United States, registered nurse, bare minimum, probably going to make about $30 an hour, up to about $50 an hour. In Mexico, the highest paid nurses in the city were making $4 an hour. These were nurses with four-year degrees who were very good at what they did. And I needed round-the-clock care. All right. Not only that, here in the U.S., a visit to the doctor, If even if you have insurance, the very least you're going to have a copay of $20 or $30. And you might have to pay hundreds of dollars. If you don't have any insurance, it's almost certainly going to be hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars for the visit. In Mexico, I could go see the doctor for $5, or I could have him come into my house for $20. That wasn't the copay. That was the entire cost of a visit from a specialist, by the way. So those were some of the numbers, and I started to look into it more and more. I went to visit my friend down in Mexico. He introduced me to the director of hospice there in Mazatlan, Mexico, and I started looking around at places to live before coming back. Found a condo on the ocean that was fully furnished. You could literally throw a rock from the balcony into the waves of the ocean. Every morning, dolphins would come swimming by looking at everyone. There was private security. There was a private convenience store where you could buy anything you wanted. There was a private restaurant on the beach. Okay, in the United States, to live like in a place like this, you're probably talking a $3 million condo as a starting price. I rented this condo for $1,600 a month, $1,600 a month, all right? And I went down there and immediately got a part-time job paying $3,000 a month. Within 60 days, I had started my own company. 
I'd begun doing consulting at the time, and I was up to over $10,000 a month. I stayed there for three and a half years, building up my income, building up my business, to the point where I was making over half a million dollars a year, and that's when I moved back to the U.S. For a few different reasons, which could be a whole nother episode, uh, I mean, the bottom line is banks don't like it when you run a successful company and you're living in uh, Mexico, U.S. banks. Also, I had some serious health conditions that were a little beyond the local doctors to, to deal with, and I needed to come back to get those handled. So I ended up coming back to the U.S. U.S. is also home for me. There's something to say for, you know, like wanting to be home. So I came back to the U.S., I've lived in San Diego, Miami, and now I'm living in Austin, Texas. I love it here in Austin, by the way. And I was able to afford my own health care. Also, I could now buy insurance, and everything has been much, much, much better. Now, how does that apply to you? Well, what it means is you can live in a beautiful place. And Mexico is not the only place, by the way. And you can get a really good internet connection, and you can work and get paid U.S. dollars. There are even crazy tax benefits you can take advantage of, and you can pay all of your bills down there. I knew people down there that lived very comfortably off of $1,500 a month or less. A lot of times they were on Social Security. Retirees getting their Social Security check, they could live like kings and queens on that money down in Mexico. With my 3000 a month, that was enough to live like a king and pay for all of my nurses at the same time. And it really enabled me to build the foundation and the financial strength I needed to come back to the U.S. and live the life that I wanted. I still have a soft spot in my heart for Mexico. I haven't been back in a few years. I want to go back here soon and uh, visit it again, and really on a regular basis. But the point that I want to make is that if this isn't an option you've considered, maybe you have a job, maybe you have bills, maybe you even have a family, and you feel trapped. You feel like there's no way out. You feel like, you know, I can't just quit my job and spend three months building up my career as a freelancer. And maybe that's true if you're in the United States. But is it true if you're in another country? Now, that could sound scary to you. The first question most people ask me when they hear about the story is, isn't it dangerous? I mean, you see all of the things on the news and, you know, like the headings and and mafia and all of these types of things. And you wonder, oh, my God, I can never go down and put my family in this situation. And the truth of the matter is the, the news is sensationalized. I mean, just like everything else on the news, sensationalized coverage of other countries is sensationalized. I lived in Mexico in Mazatlan, which is like the mafia capital, by the way. Uh, Sinaloa is kind of the mafia capital, and a lot of the mafia actually vacationed there. I lived there for three and a half years. I never saw a single act of violence while I was in the city. Did I see a few thieves a few times? Yes, but I never saw any violent crime ever in three and a half years. Just my personal experience. And by the way, neither did most of my friends. I would say having lived also in Miami, Miami is substantially more dangerous than Mexico. I felt substantially more unsafe in most parts of Miami. 
So realize that, that what's portrayed on the news isn't necessarily reality, just like it's not reality for anything else that's portrayed on the news, okay? And it may be something you want to consider. For me, it was a way out. Who knows? For you, it might be a way out. And not only is it a way out, but it's an amazing lifestyle. You get to live the type of thing that most people only dream about. And for me, it'll be an experience that I treasure and probably occasionally return to for the rest of my life. I'm so, so grateful for being able to do that. The reason why I bring this up is if you're trying to break through the noise, either for yourself or or for clients, and you're trying to build something up, I know so many people who have a similar story to this one, maybe not with all the healthcare stuff, but just moving to another country to lower their expenses, to reduce their anxiety, and to make it easier for them to get started. And I think it's a thing that a lot of beginners totally overlook, and they make it much, much, much harder for themselves. So if that's the situation you're in, something to think about, and I wish you the best in your research, and there's plenty to find online, by the way, if you start Googling this gun stuff, it's a very, very popular idea, and it's very, very realistic to do. I did it for three and a half years. All right, hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.